Attention homos and homettes. The train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, ah. Did I scare you? Good. My name is Daniel. And my name is Liliana. And today on Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and ask the question, was this movie actually any good? I am so <laughs> proud of you. Um, That was my fourth try, guys. Are you proud of me? I got it. You can read. I can read. We're learning this. I'm learning how to read this This podcast is actually a pet project of Dan's to teach me how to read. <laughs> to teach you how to read. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, but I can watch movies. You can. Without subtitles. It's your expertise. Um, oh yeah, no subtitles. It's too much for me. When there's those little words on the screen, I, I can't watch. They just look like squiggles. Yeah. I'm like, okay, upside down horseshoe, <laughs> three hockey sticks. Is that an E? Hmm. Well, you're learning, and that's what matters. <laughs> um. So anyway, I can tell you that this movie was not good. Oh my god. So we were saying to ourselves, we've been reviewing a lot of iconic movies that we love. I mean, most of the movies so far that we've talked about we love. <clears throat> and we realized since Scooby-Doo, we haven't really done a movie that we don't love. Mm-hmm. And so we watched this. Yeah. And... We still don't love it. <laughs> we it hate just, it. just, like, bigotry aside, which we'll get to, we I don't do think it. this movie was, like, funny. No, and I... And, you know, it's one of those movies I feel like I hear a lot of men our age and a little bit older being like, I love this movie. It's like mm-hmm. what straight men are nostalgic about is this movie. And I just urge them to rewatch it because it was very unfunny. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because Jim Carrey is... Jim Carrey, like, he's a lot, he's over the top, yeah. he's ridiculous. But he's playing this character that's supposed to be, like, serious, but he's clearly not. Like, everything he does and says is a joke in mm-hmm. a way that when I was watching it, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, literally, we would tune out for one second, mm-hmm. and we'd tune back in and be like, what the fuck is happening? It was like, and then there was this one scene where he catches a bullet with his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> And like 75% of the way through the movie. <laughs> and like, I feel like up until that point, like, the physics of this movie were kind of realistic. Kind of. But then he caught a bullet with his teeth. And Dan and I were like, oh, okay. We see what's going on here now. We, we see right through your clever disguise. There's Mr. N- yes, there's nothing here. <laughs> it's not substance. I'm also thinking of the scene where he like fell into a shark tank and apparently got mm-hmm. ripped up. Like, his clothes were destroyed, but. He was completely fine. Yeah. Not a scratch after being torn apart by a shark. Like, the the shark was careful enough to just bite his clothes. Yeah, he's so considerate. It was like a little warning nibble. <laughs> a little little love tap. Um, but this was so bad. And also, this movie had no point. Like, mm-hmm. it sort of seemed like someone was just like, I got it. A guy who loves animals... And hates trans women. Period. <laughs> this is a great movie. <laughs> Loves animals so much, he's gonna save one and then put it back in another jail. <laughs> Take an animal from captivity to put it back in captivity. Period. Thank God. There was that one scene where the where the dolphin was living like in the dock, like underneath 
Like, I felt like he was much happier there. He looked like he had much more space. Yeah. So, okay, here's a summary <laughs> of the movie. It's not a lot. <laughs> a goofy detective specializing in animals goes in search of the missing mascot of the Miami Dolphins. That's it. It's very um, concise. Very concise. So Ace Ventura plays by Jim Carrey. He's a... <laughs> a pet detective. Okay, so, but like I don't get it. Like, he's, he's a, a detective, detective, but like specializing in returning pets. Because the the movie opens with him like stealing back this woman's dog that was True. stolen by some guy. So I guess he like specializes in pet detective work. Love it. Very niche. Obsessed. So he goes to save this dolphin who was captured. No one knows why. But yet, he, the dolphin lives in, like, a tiny pool in the middle of a football stadium. It yeah. seems like the worst place to live. I feel like he's very sad. The dolphin? Yeah. Living by himself? Oh, my God. Doing fucking tricks for audiences? This is literally SeaWorld. Well, this yeah. is before Blackfish and yeah, yeah, all that yeah. shit came out about how terrible keeping, like, big animals like that in captivity is. But it makes no sense. In the whole movie, I was just asking myself, because the Miami Dolphins, like, hire him mm-hmm. to come and help. And my whole, the whole time I was just like, why didn't they just hire an actual detective? Like a police officer. Like a police officer. Like someone who, like, went to school for this. Right. And listen, defund the police. We love alternative solutions of policing, but mm-hmm. this is not the one. <laughs> when I say ACAB, Ace Ventura Pet Detective is included. Oh my god, without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. But it just, it makes no sense. This film makes no sense and i think the bigger crime that it make no sense because movies can make no sense that's Mm -hmm. fine i don't need to understand everything or like everything but it was not funny yeah i mean we we like tallied all the times we laughed three times and it was just from like well one of them wasn't even part of the script one of them was improvised um it was like mostly physical comedy yeah yeah yeah. or like a stupid like name yeah just, like, nothing of substance. Like, nothing that actually, like, the comedy writers took time to write was worth it. Yeah, and the plot was also so confusing. It was so rushed. And, like, it just seemed like they wanted to throw in, like, a big party scene. So they mm-hmm. got a big party scene. And they wanted to throw in him eating eaten by a shark. It was like they just had all these gags that they wanted to throw in. And so they, like, loosely connected it with a plot. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Yeah. It was very confusing. And, like, Courtney Cox... What was she doing in this movie? What was she... Well, this is... I think this came... She probably filmed this right before Friends. Mm -hmm. Like, this came out the same year as Friends, but a little earlier. Like, I feel like that character could have been gone, and, like, any of the characters, honestly, could have been gone, and the plot would have been fine. No, I know, and they tried to, like, play off Corny... Because Corny Cox plays his love interest, Mm -hmm. and they try to play it like they have this beautiful relationship... But, like, the whole time... First of all, Ace Ventura is an asshole. Like, he says nothing of substance. Everything he says or does is a joke. Because this movie is for five-year-olds. She does not like him. No. Like, she stated multiple times, I do not like you. She's, like, embarrassed of him. Like, I feel like that was part of that trope of just, like, idiot, mean men and, like, gorgeous women who hate them and then suddenly fall in love with them. Yeah. Which is, like, a real-life thing. I talk... I hear about it all the times with comedians. Like, female comedians never have fans who are interested in them because mm-hmm. people are intimidated by a, a powerful and funny woman. Yeah. But male comedians, they can be ugly assholes and they will still have fans who want to have sex with them because the bar for men is so low. And I think Ace Ventura did not help that. He yeah. hurt that cause. Yeah. He's holding women back. I did think he was cute 
when I was younger. Because, I mean, it's Jim Carrey. Young Jim Carrey is cute. Yeah. Especially Old Jim Carrey. Li- oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with, like, his, like, swoopy hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had cool clothes in this movie. Cool. I like guys who dress like that. I mean, it's very like it would be. It would be cool if he wasn't wearing like a Hawaiian shirt on top. Mm-hmm. Like you either have to ho- style a Hawaiian shirt right, or just don't wear it all. And he just like sort of threw it on over a yeah tank top. Sued the costume department. Well, they captured the Florida trash pretty well. That's also important to remember. This movie takes place in Miami, Florida trash. Mm-hmm. And you know what they say about Florida? It's shaped like a gun. <laughs> When you that think is about what it, they say it is. Doesn't it make sense that there's a whole specialty of pet detective work in Florida? It makes sense. It makes sense. There's alligators there. There are. Um, do you want to give us a fun fact? I would love to. Um, in a 2011 interview, Tom, I'm not even going to try and say that name. The director. The director um, admitted that when he so- first saw the film, he was worried that it might end his and Jim Carrey's career. If the director watches his own film and thinks that your career is going to be over, you fucked up. You've, you fucked up. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even release it. I would be like, no, this is in my hidden files. I'm burning this. Give me every copy. Okay. Oh, sometimes, though, I think of the stuff that we've said on this podcast, and I'm like, we could end, our careers could be over, too. <laughs> but, like, in a hot way. Yeah, and like a sexily unemployed. Because like, we said some provocative things about sex. At least, like, what we do is good. And, like, we're just being problematic. But, and he <laughs> he's being bad and problematic. Right, right. He was a second, <laughs> next level bad. Because I think this movie, like, was made for children, although it was very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a lot of very raunchy jokes. But, like, I do not see anyone enjoying this movie if they are over the age of seven. And like, have a couple brain cells. And have a couple brain cells. Like, I think that's the defining factor. So, and then to make it so transphobic, too. I know. But, like, this was at a time when, like, trans people were not human beings yet. Yes. Like, we were just, like, like, fringe of society, gutter trash. Like, we were really only prostitutes. Which is, like, we'll get into that. We have a whole in media, slew. in media, in media, in media. Okay, but like Loki in real life. <laughs> um, Cancelled. <laughs> um, no, but like, yeah, yeah. We have a whole, we have a whole moment there. So stay tuned. Oh, for sure. But fun fact number two: very same, same boat of this movie of people in this movie knowing it was bad. Um, Jennifer Aniston uh, told in an interview that she was visiting Courtney Cox and brought a copy of this film for them to watch, and Courtney refused to watch it. Which, like, same. Like... Gather your self-respect back Yeah. Up. Like, I'm not gonna watch Me and How to Succeed. <laughs> <laughs> the play we did freshman year. <laughs> um, no, but, like, I... Okay, first of all, Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston, love them both. I don't fucking blame her. Because she's, like, better than this, first of all. Yeah. And, like, she really put women back in this movie. She did, especially because, like, this was probably early in her career like this was right before she did friends which is when she exploded mm-hmm. so of course after watching friends she would have some standards as an actress yeah. and be like well i'm not doing that project anymore like that was my twin guys yeah <laughs> fortney fox <laughs> like you just read the hockey sticks wrong yeah <laughs> the hockey stick hockey stick upside down horse <laughs> no but it's so funny and you have to question if they knew it was so bad 
Why did they not stop it from happening? Yeah. Just, we do not need to see this. I'd be like, what contract? I know. And I'm just like, and we'll get, we'll keep talking about this, but this, this movie is the definition of like straight boy culture. Mm -hmm. I feel like. No, it absolutely is. Like, and it's honestly low key realistic in how it portrays romance, as we've noted. Wait. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I see. What were you going to what? I was like, from who? <laughs> Wait, realistic? <laughs> I did not watch this movie and think realistic. But I see what you mean in terms of, like, men. It was a very fantastical representation of a relationship. Yeah, and yeah. The, and how easy it is for men to enter relationships. With and them. then men, like, like, definitely the frat boys I went to college with. I feel like we're definitely influenced by this because they just acted like stupid idiots and thought they could just get whoever they want. Were they right? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this movie had a point. And, and, and there are so many men like Ace Ventura, like stupid, silly, can't take anything seriously mm -hmm. men. Ace Ventura is like the extreme like he did not take a single thing in this movie seriously yeah. like not even when he was like talking about someone killing themselves like an hour after he killed himself he was like making jokes about it like he did not take anything seriously yeah and i feel like that's an extreme but there are men like that mm -hmm. and i think this was definitely a movie that a lot of straight people enjoyed and related to just like all of Adam Sandler's movies. Mm -hmm. I feel like same vein. A lot of straight men are like, derive them, their culture from Adam Sandler movies. Because he released like 20, 30 movies when we were kids. And there was all that slapstick, stupid humor that like boys love. Yeah. Playing different characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, very over the top. Very disgusting. Disgusting. Um, so fun fact number three. Jim Carrey had his own personal chef on the set of the film who was also required to prepare meals for Carrie's pet iguana. Prepare meals? Like, does that mean just, like, get a rat? I was like, <laughs> yeah, like some crickets and... Like a Sammy? <laughs> yeah. Rat sandwich. Um, I'm just... Okay, so I guess Jim Carrey owned one of the iguanas used in the movie? Or he just brought his pet iguana to set every day. <laughs> or that which is a much I I hope it's that one because, because there were not animals in most scenes yeah was there an iguana like in the big like menagerie he had in his apartment I I'm sure there was there was an, maybe it wasn't his yeah maybe. maybe it was his emotional support iguana yeah there's like a behind the scenes iguana and then like the show iguana <laughs> maybe his iguana was the understudy yeah exactly just exactly. in case it like Broke a, broke a talon. His tail fell off. Were those iguanas? <laughs> I feel like probably. I'm assuming. I'm assuming too. They can um, do their thing. But of course you had a, a personal chef. That's so weird because on sets usually they provide like lunch for everyone. Yeah. And you just, everyone goes to get lunch. But I guess they were like, since you're doing such groundbreaking, important work with this film, Jim, we will pay yeah. for your private chef yeah. to give you meals by yourself. Was he like super famous already? I don't think so. He was on... By now, in Living Color. Is that the name of the show? The, the SNL, but like... Oh, yeah, yeah, other SNL. yeah. He was on that one mm -hmm. before this. And I think this was probably like the start of his movie career. I don't think right. he did many movies before this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because um, I'm not a Jim Carrey expert. I think so. I know Bruce Almighty and The Mask were after. And Mask those was 1998. were definitely his big, big things. Yes. 
Um, Indeed. But yeah. Love it. Okay, fan fact number four. Sean Young, who plays Lieutenant Lois Einhorn, who is the transgender character in this movie, she's a transgender woman, also plays Miss Hyde in the 1995 Dr. Jekyll and Miss Hyde, a modern spin on the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, where a man turns into a woman. She got typecasted. She And she said, let's be clear, Sean Young, though she has a masculine first name, is a cisgender woman, um, who I guess is the cisgender woman who plays trans women character. And it's not even like she looks masculine or anything. She, she just looks like a, a deeper-ish voice yeah. compared to maybe most cis women, but not like a... Not, not like, like a Hollywood idea of what a trans woman right. should be. Not like Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Like, Ursula from The Little Mermaid, that voice is like the extreme... Like, it's really guttural, and I feel like that's... Well, and Ursula was based off of a drag queen, so, mm-hmm. like, I think that was probably part of it. But you know what I mean? Like, her voice was... Like, was it's still red. Like, she saw, like, a resonant voice, which, like, yeah. sounded like a woman. And and you know what I was reading? I was reading some of the reviews of this movie when it came out, and mm-hmm. people were like, Sean Young deserved better. She's a really great actress. You know, she... And I was like, okay, I guess. I did not think her acting in this movie was very good, but that's maybe because she was trying to, like, put on transness yeah which is something you can't do like i wonder yeah. how much she i really I, I truly wonder how much she like used that as a part of her character or how much she was just like playing a woman mm-hmm. like and then like let the rest sort of unfold you know what i mean yeah i wonder if she made choices i felt like as we were watching it i could sort of tell that she was like trying to be like domineering yeah and like masculine and in charge which like I get it if, like, that's what the directors told her she should be because yeah. that was their image of, like, what they wanted a trans person to look like. So, like, it's not necessarily her fault. And, like, it's hard to blame the actor or actress when it's really more the writer and director's fault. A hundred percent. And I feel like the actors and actresses and like, these problematic movies, like, often get, like, like 100% of the backlash. Meanwhile, mm, Sure, they did it, but they were getting paid to do it, and, like, they were in a contract and everything. How much creative say did they really have? And, like, she definitely was not a big actress at this point. No, and I think there's something to be said about, like, you know, if you sign on to do a project that five years down the line we all sort of, like, reevaluate and we decide it's problematic. Mm -hmm. Like, I do think you have a responsibility to, like, speak out on it and apologize and be like, you know, I didn't realize what I was doing at the time, but I've learned and whatever. Because 1994, as you were saying, like, trans people were treated very differently, and while it was never okay, and Mm -hmm. this movie is not okay, Mm -hmm. like, it was coming out of a very specific cultural moment. So then I think people are usually like, how dare you? And I'm like, I don't go that far with it. Like, I do condemn this movie, but it's not exactly what you're saying. It's not the actress's fault. Like, she's an actress. Every actor is looking for money and jobs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't cancel someone. I, I don't think you should cancel someone or Sean Young for, like, playing this horribly transphobic role. Yeah. Um, it's the writer's fault, the director's fault. And I'm sure, I am positive that they have not said anything about it. That yeah. they have not come to terms with it. Because there was, you know, the reason why Liliana and I chose this movie more than it being nostalgic for us, because it's not, Yeah, is that it was mentioned in the Disclosure documentary on Netflix, which is a documentary about trans representation in movies and TV shows. Um, And that is how we learned of it. And I am certain that even since 
being put on public blast in a documentary they are not mm-hmm. upfront about. I wonder if Jim Carrey has said anything about it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Jim Carrey, is he like an ally? I feel like he's not really politically active. I think he's a soft ally. Mm-hmm. Like when it's convenient for him. During Pride. Right. Yes, he's a corporation yeah, changing yeah, yeah. their logo to rainbow, but doing nothing. Um, Very that. And in the same vein as Disclosure, um, Dan and I also, we, well, you like Lindsay Ellis, right? Yes. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. And then The YouTuber? I Yeah, and then I follow ContraPoints, and both of them also... Who we want to get on the pod. Who, ContraPoints, if you're listening, which you're not, come on the pod. <laughs> um, both of them had two separate, very nice and detailed... Uh, like essentially documentaries about like um, very similar topics that were discussed in the disclosure, just like trans representation in the media, and they both went over Ace Ventura they and did. how you're right. They both like, awful it is. Yeah, definitely recommend checking out those videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as much as much awareness and as much conversation as we can generate about issues in media surrounding trans and queer people which is what this podcast is doing yeah. the better. So like, let's, let's uplift that for yeah. sure. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about that entire mess. Yeah. We'll be back. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the entire mess, the entire mess. Okay. So to summarize, Lieutenant Lois Einhorn is a character in this movie. She is working for the police, mm-hmm. and she has, like, sort of an antagonistic relationship with Ace Ventura, because he, like, the police, like, make fun of him, because mm-hmm. they think he's ridiculous. They're right. Um, and then Ace Ventura has a moment where they, like, he starts flirting with Lois, and they, like, kiss, and then he doesn't, he's not interested, so he goes, he's like, something's wrong, and then he leaves. Um, and then it, it turns out that Lois is actually a transgender woman. He finds a big revelation and she transitioned she was she was a football player on the Miami Dolphins it's so confusing but it's all garbage <laughs> she was a football player on the Miami Dolphins identified as a man she had this vendetta against another player mm-hmm. for some reason oh she 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 fumbled the ball she fumbled the ball but it was his fault. It was his fault because he turned the laces the wrong way on yes, the ball. Yes. I don't really know how all that so works. So she blamed she has this huge grudge against him. So she transitioned to trick him. <laughs> this is where I'm confused. She transitioned to hide herself so she could live another life, embed herself in the police, mm-hmm. and then st- end up stealing the dolphin so she could get back at this guy who was on the team and she yeah. gets back at him from stealing the dolphin. Okay. So she escaped from a mental institution. Right, I forgot that part. <laughs> and I guess she needed to assume a new identity, so she assumed the identity of a random hitchhiker who died or something. Yeah, she took that lady's name. Yeah. So she... Which is, like, very much so, like, playing into... um the idea that, like, trans women are, like, vicious, mentally ill, like... And that it's a choice. I mean... And it's a choice, yeah. There's so much wrong with it. Yeah. Um, Like, firstly, the whole thing is she's trans to trick someone. To, like, not Good. just that being trans is... <laughs> she didn't Same. Know, not just that being trans is a trick, which is, like, right-wing rhetoric right now, yeah. but that she was tricking someone and decided to be trans to you know transition because of that yeah 
just so much wrong in so little time. So, and they spend maybe five minutes talking about all of this, and it's so horrible. Yeah, it's and 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 we'll get into all of it, but the most ups- it was upsetting. Like watching this movie was upsetting for me. Um, like it was it was it affected me because it was so violent. And mm-hmm. the one scene in particular is she like. Ace Ventura comes down to her lair and like she's under the dock keeping the dolphin and she has like the football player guy chained up that she's blackmailing. Yeah. And the police come and they're about to like arrest Ace because they're like, oh my God, he did it. And then he like starts un- like uh, revealing that she's actually trans. Yeah. And so she like starts trying to prove it. And then she like, r- first he rips off her shirt and she's like wearing a bra and he's like, oh shit. And then he rips off her pants, and she's wearing um, underwear, but it doesn't look like... It looks like she has a vagina. Yeah. So she's stri- he's stripping her in front of a hundred police officers. Mm-hmm. He's just stripping down a woman, and everyone's like, I wonder where this is going. Let's, and nobody's let's... like, let me stop this sexual assault. This Let me stop this sexual assault from taking place. From yeah. literally taking off all of her clothes. And then someone's like, Ace! behind and then they turn her around and she has like her dick sticking out from i guess she was like tucking yeah she tucked which which i've never done before also that's commitment yeah she must have known yeah (laughs) that was gonna happen um and then everyone's like oh my god and then they all throw up which is just like and in in all of the in all the analyses we just listed of this movie the main point that they like that they really harped on was the vomit like, Ace Ventura, because at one point earlier in the movie, um, Lois and Ace sort of had, they, like, made out, Yeah, right? they kissed, yeah. Um, and they were, like, fondling each other, whatever. And when Ace realizes that she's trans, he immediately goes to the bathroom and, like, vomits. He throws up, he brushes his teeth a million times. Yeah. And, and what he says is, Einhorn is a man. Yeah. Like, not even, like... Einhorn's trans, but like is a man. So like, a the the, the he's so disgusted mm-hmm. by the fact that she's trans that she he needs to like throw up and like clean himself. Yeah. Um, which is that gay panic idea. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's so he feels like he he committed some whatever. Um, and then secondly, because he doesn't view her as a woman, he views her as a man. So mm-hmm. he feels like he kissed a man, which is so. So 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 bad. There are just a lot of levels. There's so um, many. I don't even like. We're trying to approach this, but there's so much. Yeah, and then everyone else, all the police officers throwing up, um, almost implies that they saw her as a sexual commodity, and since they like discussed with each other, I'm sure in their locker room talk, like, oh, Einhorn's hot, whatever. Um, now that everyone knows that they felt this way about her, they know they felt this way about her, and they feel tricked, so they vomited. That's and it's point. just like, oh my god. First of all, not every woman is just uh, a sexual object for you. Second of all, um, you found her attractive. Like, just just deal with it. Right, Like, and that remains. And I think, yeah. I think you're 100% right. Because the fact that they throw up is can't just be because she was tricking them. Like, yeah. maybe that's why they, they threw up. They were so... 
And most honestly, now I'm thinking about it, they didn't really throw up. They like mostly spat. Uh huh. But like they did kind of throw up. But I think you're right, and that there was some like attraction that they had to like reconcile with themselves, and their only reaction was like disgust. Yeah. Um, and it's simultaneously like disgust at her and disgust with themselves. Yeah. And it's like just adding to the idea that trans people queer people aren't worthy of love aren't worthy of being found attractive Mm -hmm. um it's so bad and and like listen i think trans people queer people can and should be villains yeah totally i think they should be heroes they should be villains they should be sidekicks they should be everything i'm a villain in real life right you are slytherin (laughs) you are um but that's a great thing Mm -hmm. but big but it's like you have to provide empathy for the character you have to provide rationale like a villain's a good villain is a good villain because there's reasoning there's empathy you might not agree with them but there's like understanding and here einhorn is like a complete and utter like you are not supposed to empathize with her she's unlikable from the start she's tricky she's deceitful Mm -hmm. um and then she's trans and that's like the ultimate the ultimate taboo and you brought yeah. up another good point which is can we even consider her trans like if she was doing it Too for the true. purpose of of tricking people can we say that she's trans because is trans like the act of transitioning or the fact that you identify as a woman can we say that she did or did not identify as a woman did the movie touch on that i think the most important part is that the violence is enacted like mm-hmm. against trans people this movie big to stance about trans people even if einhorn isn't actually we want to consider her trans yeah but that is a very interesting question i would love to hear your thoughts um i feel like in the world of this movie well it's so hard to like divorce my like rationale from this movie because like she got a boob job yeah. And she, I'm assuming, got some sort of, like, facial formalization surgery. She's on estrogen because she used to be a mus. She used to be a football player. Right. So she had to have gone through, like, muscle atrophy because she's, like, not built like a football player. Um, And she must have gone through all these things. And, like, would you really only do that just to trick somebody? But she is mentally ill and crazy or whatever in this right. movie. in the movie. So, like, <clears throat> maybe it is all just, like part of the disguise Uh, it's so hard to like tell um again the most important part is it's garbage it's awful but yeah like she is consciously tricking them and she is consciously something's wrong yeah oh my god it's so it's so difficult i really don't know how to wrap my head around it Mm -hmm. um you know Again, I think the important part is it's violent, it's it's awful, and I, in multiple situations, honestly, not just with the trans sort of storyline, which is the most egregious thing ab- about this movie, mm-hmm. if we're going to quantify it, but there's other really awful things that happen. At one point, he goes to a doctor's office or something, and he, like, pretends to be neurodivergent, like, yeah. mentally disabled or whatever, like, um so like like the stereotypical depiction of someone with a disability yeah 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 which in the 90s that was which was everywhere it was everywhere like it was not just ace ventura yeah but oh my god so hard to watch 
it was just really weird. And, like, it was at the mental institution that Einhorn escaped from. That's, that's when it happened. Um, they were trying to get the records. Yeah. There it is. And it was just, like, okay. Like, there could have been better ways to go about that. And I'm sure that was just one of... I'm sure the writers were in their writing room... They had a list of bullet points I wanted to do, and as you said, they very loosely connected them. Like, we want him to be eaten by sharks. We want him to act like he's mentally ill. We want, like, the transgender reveal and it's, stuff like that. It's almost like they picked a bunch of marginalized communities and were like, how do we make fun of all of them? Sharks. I was going to say, <laughs> trans people, <laughs> neurodivergent people, and sharks. Yeah. All the communities. It really seems like that, though. Like, it's so... And, and I think this goes to show, like, a very interesting conversation about comedy. Because a lot of people say, like, you know, comedy's being so so politicized now. And, like, nothing can be funny. And, like, you know, we just have to, like, laugh it off and whatever. But I think there's a way to be funny where it's not at the expense of anyone. Yeah. Like, people assume that, like, if you're not... Like, like you're silencing a comedian if you're saying, like, don't make a joke like this. You know, being quote-unquote politically correct. But, like, I love a raunchy joke. I love mm-hmm. a raunchy joke. But you have to ask yourself, like, who is who is this at the expense of? Mm-hmm. And if it's at the expense of a marginalized person, a marginalized community, especially if you're commenting about their marginalization, it's like, that's not funny. Yeah. Not that you can't make a joke about something controversial. Like, you could make a joke about trans people obviously not in the hands of this director yeah you know what i mean like there are jokes to be made i mean like patty harrison makes like funny trans jokes love it and like even if this person made the exact same jokes it'd be funny right like when she would there's a really funny video of her um like and she's like so i'm here on the set of emily in paris season two i'm in it um and i'm playing the part of like ugly disgusting (laughs) t-slur word Oh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with art. Oh my god! And it's funny because she's reclaiming like the violence enacted on her, mm-hmm. and like making it funny. It is she's so she's so funny. Um, if you have not yet looked at her Instagram or TikTok, Patty Harrison, <laughs> it's she is a genius. Um, uh, yeah, gorge but, too, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to do it correctly, but. This movie did not do it. And I think, like, they just... Like, it really was a sign of the times to be like, how many people can we joke about? Yeah. Because the audience was... And this is why it appeals to straight men. The audience was clearly straight men, Mm -hmm. right? And when that's the audience, like, you have a lot more liberties to joke about other people that are not neurotypical cisgender straight men. Mm -hmm. Um and they can find that funny. And I feel like just now we're acknowledging that like movies should be for everyone, not just for like a single group. Yeah. Um, and I guess another point we can get to, um, in like the whole trans discussion in this movie is like the whole super straight and trans women needing to disclose their identity to like their sexual partners discussion, which was, isn't too popular on TikTok anymore. It had its, it had its moment. Like, like maybe like two like a month two months ago mm. um but i feel like that's sort of over thank god because it was every other video that's true i did see a lot about that um did you explain what super straight was right now no i'll explain you should so super straight is this 
Well, it started on, like, alt-right websites making fun of, like... And also, like, it's so hard to explain. Because it started as a joke at the expense of these people who care so much about trans people. And then... And this exact same origin as neo-pronouns, by the way. Really? Neo-pronouns were made at the expense of trans people. Like, ha ha ha, I'm... My pronouns are, are bird and train. And then, and then certain people saw it and was like, oh, and thought it was serious. And was like, oh, that's me. So the same thing happened with Super Straight is people, it started as a joke at the expense of these people. And it was just, it was just made so a bunch of people, a bunch of these idiot chads would, <laughs> would put SS in their bios, like the Nazi symbolage. I was going to say like, yeah, yeah. And, um, so that's, that's the whole origin of And the- Super Straight is like a straight person who is straight but that does not include trans people yeah yes so like and then they also have like super gay right yeah they, they've super gay and somehow they have super bi which like defeats the purpose well, some people say that but i my definition of bi being bisexual is that you are attracted to more like at least two genders yeah like more than two genders um, that's my, but people are like, no, man, woman, no, and especially God. like already exclusive of gender nonconforming people. But I guess then they add the layer of like trans on top. It's of just that. so confusing. It's because just transphobic. It's literally just so weird. Um, and like again, thank God, like nobody's really talking about it anymore because it was so. It was like right when I quit TikTok. That's when like it was like really big, and I just needed to, to get away from all that. Yeah, it's awful. But I don't think that, and this was very unpopular of me on TikTok. People did not like this, my my opinion. But I don't think trans women or trans anyone need to disclose their identities to the people they're like fucking. I'm agreeing with you. Because, like, why do you need to know that? Yes. <laughs> no, I I think that pe- if people are upset at you for that opinion. First of all, that's ridiculous. That's your opinion. Yeah. Second of all, it makes a lot of sense. And the comments that I saw were like, but what if, like, he wants to have children? And it's like, that's not, that's a different thing than having sex with someone. Yeah, like, if I'm just fucking you after going to, like, meet you in the club, you're not going to get me pregnant. Right. You're, like, your goal is not to get anyone pregnant unless you're a psycho. Also, like, do infertile women have to, like, wear a sign on their head that's like, <laughs> beware, if you want to marry me, like, we might not have kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's and ridiculous. it's just, like... Like, take a deep fucking breath and, like, get away from me. It's yeah. so weird. And in people's comments that I understood, some people were, like, some people were, like, we're worried for you. Mm-hmm. Like, we're worried that you're going to put yourself in dangerous situations. But which if I is, fuck someone I'm never going to see again. Right. Also, like, that doesn't change anything. Like, they can be violent towards you because you're a woman. Like, yeah. I, why does disclosing it make it make you any safer? And also, like, disclosing in the first place. Like, if they never know that you're trans, they will never be able to hate crime you. Because they don't know you're part of a marginalized group. Right. And especially, like, if you're passing or they find... Or even if they just find you attractive, regardless of if you quote-unquote pass or not mm-hmm. as cis, um, then it's like... They've already declared that they're interested in you, and especially you, who you've had, like, a vaginoplasty and, and mm-hmm. always, like, 
passing. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's like what what does it then? What does it matter? And I I said this to you. I was like, what if you just stop identifying as trans? <laughs> no, like, you did say that. What if you're like, I'm cis now. <laughs> I know, but like, I'm literally just like, I identify as cis. Which like would be your place, and I think there's something to like be proud of your transness, be proud of whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, like yeah. also. What? What? You could just be cis now. I mean, legally, I'm female. So, so legally, the, you're cis. I guess in the confines of the law. <laughs> Um, I don't know what to tell you, champ. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about it. Wait, okay, let's take a quick little break, and then we'll be right back. We're back! Hey, um, Dan and I just had sweet, sweet sex where I didn't disclose to him <laughs> that I'm trans. What else can we... T- Is there anything else to talk about with Lois Einhorn and the transness and the violence and and the awfulness of it? Um, maybe just a quick know on like the gay and trans panic defense and how like you can literally kill somebody in like many states including New York State and be like yeah and so like that whole discussion if I had sex with somebody and then told them I'm trans afterward they can literally fucking kill me and use the trans panic defense as sort of like a get out of jail free card like or like so mentally enraged yeah. that someone's trans that you can get away with violence and murder or like if a gay man flirts with a straight guy at a bar he can like literally kill him and like you won't like get zero jail time you'd get like you'd shave a couple years off but it's fucked that like that's a thing that is absolutely terrible and it, and it makes me think of this other point that I was thinking of with this movie which is that, like, I'm going back to the scene where they undressed her in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the the spectacle of... It's like a simultaneous spectacle of all women's bodies. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell you a hundred men just watched Ace Ventura undress a woman. Insane. And then it's almost like this panic where it's like, well, if you then prove to me that she's trans, like, let's let's wait and see... And then it'll all have been worth it. Like, it all yeah. have made sense. Like, we'll be in the right here. And that's what happens. They find out that she's trans and everyone's like, oh my god, we were wrong the whole time. Um, but the, the spectacle of putting a trans woman up like that is just... It's so... I don't know how else to describe it. It was so upsetting. It was really, really gross. And also, like, that wouldn't work on me. <laughs> like, yeah. having, like... Like, not having... Like, having a vagina doesn't necessarily mean you're cis. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what about, like, intersex people? Totally. There's, like, different rules. Yeah, it's like... uh, uh, Also, like, tucking, when you tuck properly... I've, as I said earlier, I've never done it because I was too scared. But, like, when you tuck properly, I don't even think you can... Oop! I just knocked something off my mic. Um, I don't even think you can see it from the back. I don't know. I, I've never done it myself. But doesn't it? Yeah, it goes in your butt cheeks. Okay, let's do it on you. Okay, let's let's whip it out right now. <laughs> my dick is out. Because I th- yeah, I think you I think your balls go up into your body, which was the scary part. Okay, if your balls go up into your body, then maybe the the pee pee part does not go in the body. Yeah, I'm and trying then, to figure it out right now. So I so the balls go up into like that cavity where like the ball there's like a cat there's like a hole in the bone in the pelvis right there. 
and so the testicles go up there and then you duct tape or use some sort of spandex uh. and squeeze the the member to the back. My hand is fully down my pants <laughs> right now and I cannot figure it out. Um, I'll get my hand down there too and I'll help. <laughs> um, We've already shown each other pictures of our genitalia last week. We did. Um, that was fun. Was that last week? It was, oh okay, God, maybe I, it's two weeks ago. I was about to say, wow, that was, that was, that feels much farther away. It does feel much farther away. But, um, yeah, okay, that's a good point, though. Like, could you even clock her if that was, she actually was tucking? I don't yeah. know. Um, and it's just wild that, like, we're, we, we can spend 30 minutes talking about this in mm-hmm. a objectively childish movie. Yeah. About animals. Like, it's just, it blows my mind that they made this conscious choice to do that. And you know, I was, I was, yeah, and I was looking up like how critics responded because I was very curious about how people reacted when this movie came out. And most people said what we've been saying, like this is a children's, like a raunchy children's movie. No, uh, well, no one over the age of five will like it. Only two out of eleven mainstream like reviews commented on the bigotry. What so, did they say? I don't even think they like critiqued it. They were like, this is. They talk about you know trans people and it's sort of interesting like mm-hmm. I don't think they even went as far as to be like this is really problematic I think they were like this is sort of unhelpful or, or maybe it's a little harmful but they weren't like super calling it out and obviously it didn't matter like it wouldn't have changed anything yeah but it's just very interesting that like people didn't even recognize this as an issue and now we're spending 30 minutes like and we could spend more like just really digging into how this representation is and it's like at the end of the day it's harmful because let's think about this right like as we've been saying probably the the audience and the people who still resonate and enjoy this movie are straight men Mm -hmm. and if you're a straight man who watches this movie like your view of women and specifically trans women is so backwards and I'm worried that like most men who watch this aren't critically engaging with it mm-hmm. aren't like this is really problematic but I like this funny part or this is really problematic but this is really nostalgic to me yeah. I'm sure they're just like he 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 tee he he she has a penis throw up throw <laughs> up throw up if that ever happened to me I would throw up too yeah. like and and so when you make that the target audience and then the representation is so poor what you're doing is you are putting women on the line and like you are like you're inviting violence. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like I, this representation really matters, and I'm sure the straight men in the audience paid attention to it and and learned from it in a perverted way. Yeah. Um. All the all the like transphobic rhetoric that I've seen like calling out this movie, um, has been only very recently. Exactly. Um. Like I'm just did a quick search for some articles just now, and they're all like 2020, 2021, and just like wow, it took this long. Yeah. It took this long because people weren't thinking about it, and that's again a great sign that we have made strides, moving towards better representation. You know, better media stuff that actually represents us, and it's great that we're able to look back, even if it's now, which is too late. Mm-hmm. And and be like this shit is terrible, um, but it's just really disappointing that this is ever made, and it's disappointing that people still uplift this movie. Like, let's be clear, we are doing the opposite of uplifting. Mm-hmm. We are recommending you do not watch this movie. We watched it so you didn't have to. Ex- no, literally, exactly. And we were 
we were high for most of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were under the influence. We were under the influence. So we we were doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would not recommend watching this movie if you have any sensitivities to violence or mm-hmm. specifically vi- like even me. Like I- I'm okay usually watching stuff, but this was just like it- it's it's it curdles your stomach. It's one of yeah. those movies. Um, so we are we are shitting on it, and and you know I think this movie now is only important as a way for us to learn mm-hmm. and as a tool for us to move forward in terms of. This is the worst example of trans rep- This is the worst example of trans reputation I can think of. I, I think I agree. I think I think I agree. Um, definitely one of the most damaging because it's in a children's movie and it's sort of that subliminal messaging. Yeah. Because so many of the men that like I now have to interact with and like have sex with. I don't have to, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like they're the guys my age. Like, obviously, I'm gonna like. More likely than not, those are the ones I'm, like, sucking their D on the weekend. I get the point. Um, But, like, their view of me is forever altered because of this movie. Like, if this movie didn't exist and no movie like it took its place, like, I'm sure they'd have a much more healthy relationship to, like, the trans identity. Because if you offer someone the idea that transness is a choice, even in a an, a ridiculous example mm-hmm. they're going to then be like well it's a choice like even if they believe that it's for some people it's not a choice they'll believe that for some people it is yeah which is like just a harmful idea to harbor mm-hmm. um and you know like you said people people pay attention and they do act differently based off of shit like this mm-hmm. and it's just so bad like this is one of the movies I should have like a trigger warning on it or yeah. something. Like they should go back like, and take it, it off streaming services. They really should. Like to re. <laughs> I don't know what word I was looking for. Re re when re destroy you... it. <laughs> Recall. Recall. Recall the VCRs. Recall the VCRs. <laughs> Twenty years late. No, um, it's a, it's a hey, um, it's a good suggestion. Like erase this movie. Um, just it's not necessary. And you know what's the craziest part? They made a Pet Detective Junior, like, two years ago. Like, I'm going to see if there's any trans characters in it. (laughs) (laughs) They better not. Um, Ace Ace Ventura is trans in this one. Um, Screaming. (laughs) Wait, there is... There's a song in this movie called The Crying Game. And The Crying Game is the name of another movie with, with a trans person in it. This movie took place on a Tuesday. Another movie with a trans person also <laughs> took place on a Tuesday. Yeah. That's a that's a connection. Screaming. It's a connection. And it's also like a very poor, a very poor representation. The Crying Game. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. I like. I only know that there's negative. We could. We should review it. I guess. Yeah. I guess we should, and it's a shame that like the one of the only examples, like the only really strong this is the first movie we've watched so far where there's a trans character is that correct cycling through Scooby-Doo Lilo and Stitch Lilo and Set true that one kind of counts so I think so but this I think the first movie where there's someone announced to be trans and it's awful yeah so we need to do some watching of movies where there's good trans characters I'm I'm uh, hesitant to believe there are many yeah even the one with Hilary Swank which is supposed to be like the groundbreaking one. Wait, remember? which one is that? I don't remember what it's called, but she plays a, tr- a trans man. 
Um, and it's like very violent. Oh, and sad. I think she he dies. The characters. He I know what you're talking about. I think it's like boys don't cry or something. Yes, I think you're right. I think she won an award for it. But again, yeah. she's a woman playing a trans man. It's a sad sob story, trans narrative thing. Yeah. Um, so we're either killed or we're the killers. Yes. Exhibit A. Mm-hmm. This fucking movie. Yeah. Um, what would you? rank this movie on a scale from twink to productive member of society it's even even giving it those labels is sort of it doesn't feel right it's like it exists on a different spectrum um it's it's like a negative like one it's so bad that it broke the scale it broke the scale this is our first like negative review I mean like not positive review even Scooby Doo which was a mess we enjoyed some of it because it's Scooby. It's Scooby. And I love Scooby. It's Scooby too. Um, no, this is a this is a negative. <laughs> this doesn't even this doesn't even register on a zero scale. It's so bad and again, not only violent but not funny. Yeah, it was just like a mess and I feel like it was very confused. Yeah. And they definitely had like you can tell they did not like put much thought into anything they really just wanted to release like a funny little movie and i guess they they did the damn thing they did the damn thing it's definitely not funny but it is a little movie yeah um but you know like i said at least it's a sign that we've moved in the right direction and the fact that we can look back on this movie and say this is so terrible um is a sign that we are no longer complacent and Mm -hmm. we are not accepting this shit um and it's super, super bad. I'm trying to, like, figure out how to end on, like, a positive note. Because yeah. it's really just, like, one of the worst movies I've ever saw. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. It's... I cannot think of a single redeeming quality to it. I mean, Ace Ventura's hot. Courtney Cox is beautiful. True. She was We kept commenting on that. Because I oh, think it was, was the only, like, good thing that was going yeah, on. Yeah, I was just like, damn, she looks good in this scene. Those are outfits. She had very good she outfits did. in this movie. She did. Um, Courtney Cox... Thank you for doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't us. blame her for not wanting to watch this movie with Jennifer Aniston that one time. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we were there. You described yeah. it so well. Oh my god. Um, right. Yeah, no, I agree. It's sort of like I would be embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that we watched it. I'm embarrassed yeah. that we're talking about it. Yeah. And we've talked about it for an hour. Garbage. Throw it away. Negative five out of ten. Lock the key. Throw it in a furnace. Swallow it. Uh, Shit it out three days later. Period. Three days? Isn't that how long it takes? Really? I don't know. Two days? Oh my god, I thought it was like one day. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, don't I think know it's a works. day plus. I think it's like maybe a day to two days. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows how long it takes... <laughs> tell us in the reviews. Tell us in the, this is a good segue, because if you tell us in a review, we will... If you tell us in a review how long it takes for food to pass... You will get a shout out. Hands yeah. down. We will shout you out on the next episode we, we record. We absolutely will. We absolutely will. We want to engage. And this is a, this is a call to action. Yeah. A <laughs> but call to arms. Even. Call to arms. We need to know. And we will fight you about it. Tell Great. us how long it takes for shit to pass. I'm not asking Google. I'm not. I, I know I can find out myself, but I won't because I refuse to educate myself. Period. Um, but definitely leave us a review. We say it every time, but, like, it really does help. And we really do read them all and watch it. And even if you just want to reach out to us, um, on our Instagram, at Rainbow Rewatch, we love hearing your thoughts and messages and, um, hearing what you like and don't like. Not that one, but the like part and what you want us to watch. So definitely leave a review. Give us five stars or else we will 
transition to to blackmail you. Period. Will kill one of your loved ones. Transition to them and steal your dog. And yes, <laughs> yes. Period. Um, and then your dolphin. And then your dolphin, Snowflake. Um, we didn't even talk about the fact that the dolphin is named Snowflake, which is a stupid. Was it named name. Snowflake? Yes, it's a dolphin named Snowflake. Um, dolphins can't survive in the winter, so no. I'm assuming. I, no, it's like it's too cold. Yeah, it's tropical. It's like calling a giraffe lava. <laughs> <laughs> like it makes no sense. Period. No, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna name my next giraffe lava. Ah. Uh. Because your first giraffe. Because my first giraffe. He's already giraffe. named. Wellington. <laughs> Wellington. Um, but yeah, definitely leave us a review. Follow us at Rainbow Rewatch. Wherever you find your podcasts and social media networks. Um, and tune in next week when we talk about something else. Hopefully a good movie. Hopefully a better TV movie. show. Yeah. yeah. But you know, we wanted, to, we wanted to give the fans what they want. No yeah. one asked for us to do a bad movie, but we were self-conscious about it. So we yeah. did. Uh, is there anything you would like to say... As the resident trans person, is there anything you would like to say to the world? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Um, as the first trans person ever. to exist ever, <laughs> I invented it. Um, <laughs> my middle name is trans. That's where we got the scientific word for it, actually. Oh. It's, it's part of the species and the, the uh, genus. Oh. And you know what I mean. Yeah. So it wouldn't be cannibalism to eat me. What are you saying? We're different species. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, you went there. I did. So as a first trans person ever, what do you have to say? Um, Don't watch this movie. Okay. Watch Euphoria. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's a plug. Period. That's a plug you've ever heard one. Um, I love you so much. I love you so much. Let's go smoke some weed. Please. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 